Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. My team, it's not just about how we make money. It's also an entire mindset. I don't want to be the only scared one in the group. If me and my team, if me and my six closest friends are walking down the street and a couple guys came up to us with machetes, I know they wouldn't be afraid. So now I'm not afraid. Now no one's afraid. Mm. Now you're fucked. It's like yeah. a gang, right? You have to have that mentality. So it's not just even about money. It's about your entire life you create. If you're a person, if you're a man and you're out here and you go, you know what? Who do I want to be? I want to be strong and rich and brave and respected. Then I need friends who are strong and rich and brave and respected. That's what you need to do. If you're going to say, oh, I want to be these things, but I hang around with this guy because we play FIFA together, then you can stay a fucking loser. And that is your decision. Stay a loser. I have no sympathy for losers. I want to make this another thing clear that ends up on TikTok and everyone cries their eyes out. I don't give a solitary fuck if you want to stay at the bottom of the societal totem pole. If I'm going to ignore how I feel day after day so I can perform, regardless of whether I'm sad, happy, pissed off, tired, if I'm going to get up and work anyway when I'm tired, mm. how do you expect me to feel sorry for you because you didn't work when you were tired? If I don't care about my own emotions, I certainly don't give a solitary shit about yours. If you want to stay a loser, stay one. Good. It's fine. Stay a loser. I have no sympathy for you. I don't care. If you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. You cannot be the go-to person in the group. You run around with losers, you will end up a loser. So, you know, just upgrade your friends. Join a new crowd. Join a new group. Align yourself with people that can encourage you. People that you can learn from. People that you can grow from. You want to align yourself with people who think like you, people who dream like you, people that are stretching and searching and seeking some higher ground in life. Always strive to get on top in life because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. I recommended the last time I was here, the little book, Richest Man in Babylon. And guess how many have actually gone and got this little book? Answer, very few. Such an easy thing to do. Why wouldn't everybody go get it? We don't know. What do you know? You don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. We don't know the mystery of that. And I'm telling you, 10 years from now, those numbers will still be the same. 10% will, 90% won't. I used to belong to the 90% who couldn't be bothered even if it was easy. Wisdom of the world available. Transform your life spiritually, socially, personally, economically, and every other way. How many people have a library card? Answer, 3%. 97% couldn't be bothered. And now readily and quickly blames the government and blames policy and blames the pay scale. Here's my advice to you today. Walk away from the 97%. Don't talk like they talk. Don't act like they act. Don't specialize in what they specialize in. Throw away the blame list they cling to. Don't spend time like most people going through life complaining. Doesn't matter what happens to you. The only thing matters, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about How long are you going to sit there and say, you know what they did to me? How long? Who wants to hear that racket? You say, well, is it as simple as getting a library card and join the 3%? And the answer is, of course. This is so easy. It's so simple. It's not complex. Go for the book. Start the library. Start the process. Fall on the floor. Do some push-ups. Got to take action. Otherwise, the wisdom is wasted. Otherwise, the emotion soon passes. All disciplines affect each other. Everything affects everything else. Don't be naive in saying, well, this doesn't matter. I'm telling you, everything matters. Key to take home, every letdown affects the rest of your performance. The least lack of discipline 
and it starts to erode our psyche. Here's the problem with the least neglect. Neglect starts as an infection, and if you don't take care of it, it becomes a disease. You say, well, how can I get back my self-respect? All you have to do is start the smallest discipline, like I should, and I could, and I will. You'll never go back to the old world. So labor well, learn well, discipline yourself well. Let's not leave out any of the least of disciplines. This is all you got to do. And once you start down this road, I promise you, you'll join the 10% and the 3%. In the most independent country in the world, 95% are dependent, 5% are independent. Take charge of your own retirement. Take charge of your own life, take charge of your own day, take charge of your own conversation. And learn these skills, develop this kind of strategy, and I'm telling you, life will open up for you. Join the 3%. Walk away from the 95%. Find out what poor people read and don't read it. I'm telling you, don't talk like they talk. Don't blame what they blame. Don't use the excuses they use. It's called the language of the poor. Switch ideas, switch strategy. Start with the simplest of disciplines. And if you'll invest in this thing called discipline, you can have whatever you wish. It's called the beginning of miracle. Your destiny is too big to get there on your own. But the reason some people never reach their highest potential is because they never get away from the wrong people. You've got to connect with people that understand your destiny. People that can call forth your seeds of greatness. Not people that are always pushing you down, never giving you their approval, no matter how good you do. If you will get the wrong people out of your life, then God will bring the right people into your life. The people that are closest to you, they're with you, but they're not really for you. You're spending all your time and energy on someone that doesn't understand your destiny. I found some people you have to love from a distance. And the scripture says, don't cast your pearl among swine. When you get around true friends, they won't be jealous of your gifts. They won't try to talk you out of your dreams. It'll be just the opposite. They'll help you develop your pearl. In other words, they'll give you ideas. They'll help push you further along. Your inner circle should be people that celebrate who you are. Not someone that's always trying to outperform you, pointing out everything you're doing wrong. And if that's not who's in your inner circle, you need to do like me and gradually start to pull away. It's not the quantity of friends that's important, it's the quality of friends. You can't afford to have people in your inner circle that are saying things like, do you really think you're gonna get well? My grandmother died of that same thing. Or I know you're praying that your child will turn around. Seems to me like they're doing worse than ever. See, you need people that will come into agreement with you and release their faith, not people that will tell you what you can't do and release their doubt. You may be around people today that are constantly pulling you down, telling you what you can't become. Understand, it's scriptural to show them the door. I can't accomplish my God-given dreams with you constantly pulling me down. I love you, but I can't have you in my inner circle. I'm going to love you from a distance. Who you have in your inner circle is extremely important. You need to evaluate who's on your team. 
Who are you giving your time and energy to? Who are you talking to on the phone so much? Are they building you up or tearing you down? Are they modeling excellence, integrity, generosity, or are they lazy, not going any place in life? No, don't spend your time with people that don't make you better. Some of you don't realize how much that one negative influence is holding you back. How much more you would grow, how much more you'd enjoy life if you just make necessary changes. I know people whose lives have been ruined because somebody wasn't good for them. Some of you today, if you don't very kindly and politely show someone the door, they're going to keep you from becoming all God's created you to be. Well, he said, Joel, what if I hurt their feelings? What if they keep you from accomplishing your dreams and making a difference in our generation? And a lot of times we think, I know this person is not a good influence, but if I make a change, I may not have any friends. See, a lot of people put up with a lot of foolishness because they don't want to die by themselves. And yes, you may be lonely for a season, but you never give up something for God that he doesn't give you something back better in return. He'll give you better friends. Friends that don't try to manipulate you into who they want you to be, but they celebrate you and help you become who God's created you to be. That person that's constantly complaining, you don't need that poison going into your spirit. And not hang out with that neighbor that's always discouraged and is always dumping their problems on you, expecting you to keep them fixed. You want to begin to get all the toxic people out of your life. All they can do is just exploit your weaknesses. All they can do is remind you of the mistakes that you've made in the past. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for helping people. But I've also found some people don't want to be helped. They like the attention that it brings them. You spend an hour with them, you feel like you've just run a marathon. Dump their problems, unload all their heartache. But what I'm saying is you cannot spend your whole life trying to pull someone up and expect to fulfill your God-given destiny. You have a destiny to fulfill. You need to surround yourself with people that are not constantly taking something from you, but with people that are putting something into you. As iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Are your friends making you stronger? Are they challenging you to become a better parent, a better giver, a better leader? You cannot soar with the eagles as long as you're hanging out with the turkeys. Relationships that are doing nothing but make you compromise, make you complain. Every time you leave, you're worse than you were before. That's a toxic relationship. Years ago, I used to get my hair cut by this young lady. She was as nice as could be. But she was extremely negative. Every time I went in there, month after month, she would tell me her problems, how the owners weren't treating her right. Often she didn't have the money to pay her rent, and on and on. Every time I left, I was depressed. It's like this guy I heard about. He was sitting by the side of a bridge, about to jump. A man stopped, ran over, and said, don't jump, just tell me your problems. Two hours later, they both jumped. That's the way this young lady was, and I did my best to encourage her. I gave her money. It was never enough. One day, I realized what I'm telling you. 
I cannot go where God has taken me with her in my life. I'm going to pray for her, but I can't fulfill my God-given destiny putting that poison in me month after month. You too may have to change where you do business, where you shop. Your time is too valuable. Your destiny is too great to spend it with people that are constantly draining the life and energy out of you. Show them the door. Be kind, be polite, but you need to gradually start pulling away.